0: Welcome to Parade Dicks. I am your hostess, Lucy Buttons, here with my co-producer, John L. Hello. Hi.
1: I'm still doing the deep voice thing.
0: Yeah? You think it's sexy? I hope so. <laughs> Let's see what our guest thinks. Today yes. we have in the house uh, an actor, a dancer, a burlesque performer, a clown. Enormous. Woo-hoo. Welcome. Woo. Oh, I can't hear him. Can you hear him? How about there you now? go. Oh, yeah, yes, but yeah. it's on. I'm we can here. always hear more yeah. with the on. Um, so welcome. So nobody you. knows you. This is your first time being on the show. So tell everyone a little bit about what you do.
2: Yes. Well, thank you guys so much for having me on here. Thank you for being here. First time caller, long time fan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Have you actually listened to us?
2: Yes, a little oh, bit. Oh, wow. Because yeah. well, Darlinda was on it. Not just that, but also <laughs> because of the name Parade of Dicks. I mean. It's a good name. It's, it's that a
0: will, strong name. That will catch your eye. Thank you. So,
2: good job there. Thank you. Um, I grew up in Hawaii. I moved to San Francisco for a long time, and then I moved to New York, and I can probably Mm -hmm. tell you more about that later. Okay. Since here, I've been dabbling or dancing about on stages a bit. Mm -hmm. My background was in Polynesian dance and
0: Very talented. He did um, our anniversary show a couple years ago.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you. And that's really how we met was when I did that anniversary show.
0: yeah. Yeah,
2: and then you you were kind enough to invite me back every (laughs) now and
0: then. Yes, yeah. And what about your clowning? Tell it's a group.
2: Clowning. I belong to a group of sensual, perverted clowns called Foo York. Okay. Shout out! Great show!
1: Great show! Foo York. You've been? Uh, Yes. Ah. I did not catch the whole show. I was very very late. Okay. But yeah, a friend from Bushwick uh, brought me there. It was great. Nice. We are lucky. We are lucky enough to. to have
2: shows all around the city mm-hmm. now and sometimes even outside of the city. So lately we do uh, Suzanne Barsh's Barshland Follies uh-huh. almost every Friday night at awesome. the McKittrick. Yeah. And that's really fun. If anybody can make it out there, you really should check it out. It's just an amazing show. 25th
1: and
2: 10th? Oof. 27th.
1: Yeah. 27th and 10th. Yeah. It's uh, the same building as um, Sleep No More. Sleep No More. Mm-hmm. Great yes. bar. Authentic absinthe. Uh, uh, great bands that play there too so it's going to be a great time if you watch them and watch the entire troupe there
2: yeah thank you uh but we are our parent company is from san francisco okay and that is fufu ha which is french for crazy crazy ha (laughs) and we now have chapters here in new york and i believe in portland and austin and who knows where we're going to pop up next how
0: fun yeah and with the polynesian dancing are you with a group as well
2: Not exactly. I will kind of always belong to the group that I grew up in. Mm -hmm. But since moving away from Hawaii, it's been hard to really uh, commit to just one group. Mm -hmm. And I used to dance competitively. Now it's kind of nice to not have that tie. And it's like being polyamorous, but Polynesian amorous.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so a quick question, though, because you mentioned Hawaii. Yes. and then San Francisco. Yes, that's kind of like. Uh, can I safely assume you're also Filipino? Yes, there you go. It's a, it's the Filipino route, Philippines, <laughs> Hawaii, San Francisco. That's where the 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 flight patterns uh, tend to go. Like most of my family also like stayed in Hawaii for a, just a bit keep moving east, and then got stuck in Daly City, which is also possibly a new province of the Philippines now. So all right, so we have two Filipinos in the show now.
0: Yeah, look at that. And you're happy because you get another man. You don't get a man very often. Yeah. yeah. We need
1: more diversity.
0: I know. I agree. Yeah. I'm always trying. Um, So since you have listened to the show before, please tell our listeners what your bag of dicks looks like. Oh,
2: my bag of dicks? Yeah.
0: When I say bag of dicks, what do you picture?
2: (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> I feel like everybody has their own special bag of dicks.
0: Absolutely.
2: <laughs> and if you're really lucky, and most of us are actually more lucky than we think, you have multiple bags of dicks.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I have, like,
2: I I went to a Mormon college for undergrad. Oh. I went to Brigham Young University <gasps> in Hawaii. Um, and... So my bags of dicks can be very different from each other. Okay. And there was one night when I had two friends visiting, one from Los Angeles who works in gay porn and does a lot of escorting on the side, Uh and another friend from college who is a Mormon school teacher. (laughs) And we went out to dinner, and we're out in the East Village, and we're having Indian food, and I'm just sitting between a whore and a school teacher. (laughs) And I thought... This is the life I want to have. This this is what I wanted to be when I grew up. And so my bags of dicks include things that you'd find in a Mormon was, woman's closet, things that you would find in a sex worker's drawer.
0: Okay.
1: Naturally churned butter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, burlap sack. Uh, it's like oh my god, it's like, uh, latex synthetics. Uh, b- it's so, so wide. Yeah. It's lots, so wide. Lots of lubricants. Got to be a big bag. Lots yeah.
2: of lubricants. Something to make the air smell good. <laughs>
0: uh,
2: yeah. You know, I did, I heard a story once about a woman who, uh, she and her husband came to each other into their, they came into the marriage, both virgins, and somebody had taught her to give herself a little spritz down there before sex just to keep things smelling fresh. And, um, one day the husband figured out that Victoria's secret was that they had managed to, to bottle the smell of vagina. <laughs> wow. And so you'd find that in my bag of dicks. You'd find a <laughs> bottle of the scent, the essence of vagina.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Norm, because I have some just like basic questions here that I try to ask all of our guests. Hit so me. do you watch porn?
2: I love porn.
0: What's your search term? What are you looking for? Uh, What's, like, your go-to?
2: I, I have a few. Okay. And they kind of go through waves. Okay. Um, right you now. Can, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, the current wave, I, I, and this wave comes back a lot, is twinks. I, I'm really into twinks. Okay. Something about fucking somebody who's really, can I can I talk like this? Oh, yes. hell yeah. Of this course. is bad yeah. dicks, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking somebody who's just so skinny, you wonder where they yeah. hide all that dick. You know, no. it's, like, it's like a party trick. It's like they should be on Letterman. Okay. Um. I also like God. I, I really like group sex. Okay. On the Kinsey scale, I'm more than incidentally heterosexual. So I do. Uh, you know, I I like anything that celebrates a beautiful body and a beautiful so face. So no gold star here. For you. Here, no. Okay. No gold stars.
1: <laughs> anything that Fuck celebrates the body. It's great. I agree. I concur.
0: You agree in theory, but not in practice. No, but in philosophy, of course. (laughs) Yeah. But
1: I can support something that I, you know, might not be as flexible as other people. That's the first step though.
0: (laughs) We've been working on him a while. uh, (laughs) Oh.
1: Yeah. Slippery stuff. He just had
0: period sex for the first time, but not on purpose. So I, I, I didn't stop.
1: Did you like it? I didn't even notice to be honest I just thought it was like a little you know a little tangier than than normal a little bit more wet and then you know it got messy but hey uh, I was very afraid of it for a very long time but
0: it wasn't as bad so have you done that
2: period sex
0: (laughs) since I you're so your identity is not as a gay man you're pansexual
2: Oh, see, when you say pansexual, I think of people who are into like cast iron. Okay. Um, <laughs> might be. Depends how kinky you are. <laughs> I know. Mm. Uh, I'd say more than incidentally heterosexual. Okay. It's, it's happened and it wasn't always just like, oops. Okay. Um, It might not have happened for a while. Period. Sex. I have, I've definitely gotten close. I've gotten up in there when when there was menstruation happening. Okay, I, I guess yeah, that would be considered sex if you can yeah. have the TD. Yeah. You're having the S, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Her her, limit, her
1: her request though was <laughs> like she wanted the the the, the angel wings. The, the he had blood. Uh, that, uh, like an an that ink was ink blot. My. Yeah, face. Yeah. 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 In- <laughs> I wanted him to bury his yeah, face. So in so, so that was like he was scared, I just, and I told
0: him to grow up. I, Again, yeah.
1: I mean, I've never had a partner that was comfortable me going down there when they had it's periods. It's your
0: job to make them comfortable. And, and that's,
1: I, I agree. I agree now. That, you you know, know,
2: about a month ago, though, I did sit next to a menstrual stain on the subway for about 40 minutes. How did you feel about that? <laughs> uh, it's just one of those things that makes you say, New York. New York. <laughs>
0: I've actually seen that a bunch of times on the... Just so you know, this on the couch here is not my menstrual stain. This is Janelle's menstrual stain. It's we noticed it, excellent. and he claims it's strawberries, but... It's either strawberry or some form of not. chocolate.
1: I haven't had sex in that couch for a very long time.
0: And how long ago did you wash this thing? That thing? Yeah. Oh, long time. Long time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's probably like some ex's blood, too. No, not definitely not. Probably. I'm no. just saying. Okay, so... No- <laughs> Okay, but generally, you date men. yes. okay. so, but you have a kid.
2: I actually made two children. You made Ooh, two children. Yes, yes. Okay.
0: Are you fathers to these? Because when you say you made, what tell us about it.
2: I helped a lovely couple of female bodied people. uh-huh, uh, start a family. I had Aww. the honor of being chosen as their donor. okay. And did
0: you apply or did they just ask, they ask you randomly? Oh, it's such
2: a long, lovely story. But basically, a common friend put us in touch. We used to all hang out together. Um, funny enough story, or I guess. Uh, do you know the comedian Ali Wong? uh uh-huh. so, Yeah, she she hung out with this crew of queer women in San Francisco. So for the longest time, I thought she was a queer woman too. <laughs> And then she moved to L.A., got a stylist, and, <laughs> <laughs> and apparently is primarily heterosexual okay. and got married. Um, but anyhow, so there was this crew of women that I hung out with when I first moved to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of lost touch with them. And then a friend of mine said one day while we were out getting mani-pedis, <laughs> <laughs> my first and only, she said, um, I just want you to have Kids, we need to find some lesbians who want your sperm. I was like, mm. I was in a really shitty relationship at the time. Okay. And even to this day, if I have my own kids, they would die of like neglect and starvation. <laughs> um, but she found some and said, Hey, you guys are lesbians. Do you want some enormous sperm? <laughs> and they said, No, thank you. Okay. But they did know somebody who was looking for sperm.
0: Aww. Interesting.
2: And we reconnected because one of them was one of those people who I hung out with when I first moved to San Francisco.
0: Okay. So you know that I'm going to ask you lots of rude questions now, right? Bring it on. I mean, that's basically what this <laughs> is. And I'm a very curious person. John Ellis, too, but he's a little bit more tactful in the way that he asks this. Yeah. So did you have, did you make baby the old-fashioned way? Did you go and do like IVF? What'd you do? Uh,
2: we did it the like the affordable, homegrown way
0: turkey baster
2: yes actually a Seriously? syringe yeah
1: wait wait
0: okay <laughs> wait 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 a minute
1: I did not know this was an option
2: it was wonderful
0: it's a it's sort of a I mean I know it as a joke like in TV shows or movies it's like a, I don't know oh. anyone else that's ever really done it so this is fascinating I never...
2: strap in Let's Thank do you this. for answering I, the question. <laughs> I am going to okay. edumacate you. Yes. So, back when this happened, and this was about eight or nine years ago that I did it the first time. Okay. Um, You're not sure, even though there's a child? I know. Two. It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do math in my head. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, You're pretty. It's okay. Thank <laughs> you. I'm batting my eyelashes. I know you can't see that, but maybe you can hear it. Okay. So, I would come over uh-huh. and we'd all have dinner, the uh-huh. couple and I, and we'd talk about our days as like being on a date. They would, after dinner, go out on a walk and I would retire to the bedroom or the bathroom and call the person I was having sex with at the time and mm-hmm. squeeze one out. So and, it was done with love. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and that it was done with something. <laughs> <laughs> um, which, by the way, you should not do it with latex and try and avoid sure. Uh, lubricant. Oh, okay. Or at least silicone loop. Back to the fun parts, though. Um, I would squeeze one out, put it in a little jar in a box, leave it next a to their bed. Mason jar. Bag. The last time we did it, we did use a mason <laughs> jar. The first several times were specimen cups. Okay. Um, uh, uh, and and then you put it in a box because apparently sperm does not like light. Light. Yep. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's like, ah, I can't find this. Like, how am I ever going to find sure. the egg? <laughs> um,
0: Vampire sperm. Exactly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's real. It's immortal. And then uh, they would come home and make love. And nine months later, there was a baby.
0: Okay. So um, did... First of all, was there a lot of discussion after you found this couple that wanted to have a baby to decide if you're the right person? Did they want to know like your familial history with Mm -hmm. diseases? Did they? Okay. Yes. Yes. Physical uh, health. Did you have to like, did they have you fill out a questionnaire?
2: We sat down and went through a questionnaire that they had found from a clinic or something like that.
0: Did uh, you have questions for them too? Or were you just... Because men are pretty free with their sperm. Yeah,
2: we are. Yeah. We're just doling it out Yeah, <laughs> in the bathroom of the eagle or something. <laughs> uh, I didn't have as many questions. And to be honest, I think we all just felt it was right from the get-go. That's okay. good. Um, and there was a rapport... And when we did it, we, we weren't expecting to become what we've become. We're now, we're family. They're my first line. and So
0: you weren't expecting being involved at all?
2: Not really. I wasn't sure if I was expecting to be uninvolved. But what we've become is a complete surprise. And it's kind of, at least for me, it's the perfect situation. I get all the benefits yeah. with She's zero responsibility. I was
1: just going <laughs> to say, you're the coolest uncle. Yeah.
0: So are you?
2: Everybody should have kids like this.
0: Like, <laughs> are you uncle or dad?
2: Ah, <laughs> my official title is Spunkle.
0: Sp- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I asked. <laughs> yeah
2: we we like to say it means special uncle but
0: how old are the children
2: one will be eight in october Uh and another one just turned four in april so
0: the eight-year-old knows you as it's spunkle
2: they both they've figured it out okay their parents have never hidden anything from them and so they've they came into Mm -hmm. this world with a very clear explanation
1: okay my uh, more uh you know, tactical questions though. Like, how about the aesthetics of it? Are what are their ethnicities too? Because like some, I've heard people that when they would wanna have kids through IVF or adoption, they would wanna make it slightly closer to their lineage to make sure that mm-hmm. it kind of is slightly more natural. But or it's just like, oh, there are you know two white chicks and you know an Asian guy, and it's great. Well,
0: I'm glad you didn't stick me with that
2: question. <laughs> <laughs> yes, toss it over to the ethnic side of the table. Um, some of the things that they wanted. So they are a biracial couple. Mm. Perfect. Uh, Asian and white. And um, let's Did see. Did they
0: try to impregnate both people, or was it definitely one who's going to carry?
2: At this point, each mother has carried a child.
0: Oh. Ah, so they're both from Equal. the same couple. Okay. Yes, yes.
2: Um, and. And they both have the same donor, myself. Mm -hmm. So you know, should either one of them need a kidney or something down the road, we've got spares. (laughs) Uh, Now they, if I recall, they did have some criteria. They were looking for someone who is connected to the queer community or queer themselves. Mm -hmm. They wanted someone who is at least primarily of Asian descent. Um, I think they wanted a mover because was
0: which woman carried because they wanted someone that was primarily of Asian descent. Was that to John L's point because the white lady wanted to carry the first time, or it was just because it was important culturally.
2: I think all of that. Okay. Yeah. And, and it ended up happening that way. And we made a beautiful young boy, um, who, who reads white, like he looks pretty white. Uh, but I, I, like, I, I see beyond that. He's just... Well, he's, I know, gorgeous. but... Yeah. <laughs> and then we have another one that reads very Asian. And he's gorgeous, too. But they did... So part of the reason I'm here on the East Coast now is the mom's got job offers out here. Oh. Uh, ah. Up in Western Massachusetts, which is apparently a lesbian Mecca.
1: Huh. <laughs> Interesting. My latest ex-girlfriend went there. Mm. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. Mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> turning them no, left no, and right, Chanel. Now I know why. No, I'm
1: kidding. No. Yeah. Okay, so
0: they know you use their spunkle and you go to visit?
2: As often as I can, yes. Okay. That's amazing.
0: And did you sign paperwork?
2: I did. Uh, how does this work? And every family is going to be different, I'm of sure. Of course. Yeah. I think in our situation, I... The first one took place in California, and I think the moment sperm leaves my possession, it becomes the possession of whomever else receives it. Okay. Something like that. We're
0: calling them hosts now.
2: Oh, great.
0: (laughs) But like sarcastically. (laughs) (laughs) ah, It's it's (laughs) like a Margaret Atwood novel. (laughs) Uh, uh,
2: I did sign away rights for either child, for both children, so that the non-carrying mother... Could adopt them so that they are all legally a family that cannot be separated.
0: Signed away yeah. rights before they were. How does that work?
2: Ooh, well, the first one, we, I was leaving town for a while, and he was maybe about nine months old when we're like, oh yeah, we need it. It's like yes, we've got this newborn around, and we should get around to doing this. Yeah. The second one, we were all just like, we're such a family by then that we. Pretty much completely forgot, and we're like, meh. And he was maybe about two, or something like that. And then the 2016 election happened, and the status of our family um, we felt Jeopardy. was jeopardized. Yeah. yeah. And so we're like, yeah, we we can't we can't wait. Anymore.
0: So you're on their birth certificates.
2: I have not seen their birth certificates, but I will. I don't
0: know. I would think maybe you were, and then maybe, you, I don't know how that happens when you adopt, if they get switched or something. I think
2: they could be. Yeah,
0: yeah. interesting, okay. And you're not at all financially responsible for them.
2: Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a real man.
0: <laughs> Did you Were you compensated?
2: Yes, um, and that's always felt Odd to me, Uh, but I mean, who's going to say no to money? Yeah. Uh, Because how can you put a price tag on that? 100%. And I always felt like, well, as long as it covers my gas or my toll, (laughs) (laughs) I'll be fine. I've never done it just for money.
0: Sure. And you would like to do it more?
2: I am actually in the process of trying right now. Okay.
1: With a single
2: person and a couple. Oh, yeah.
0: Up
1: to four, possible four. <laughs> maybe, that is, maybe, um, that maybe. is dope. I'm, I'm so, I'm, re- now
0: I'm like, oh, I have that single friend that really wants children. True.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm right? just
2: doling it out.
0: You are just doling it out.
2: I will, I will say this much. Okay. So there are things that we quote unquote as society don't often talk about. Um, and I am, let me put this out there first. Like I am in no position to tell anybody regardless of their gender, what to do with their bodies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and some of the things we don't talk about tend to be like miscarriages, Mm -hmm. quote-unquote infertility. Um, And so what I've learned through working with these people and becoming friends and family with these people is that um, it really does get challenging. It's hard. Yeah, and we encourage women to hold off on starting a family And then you tell your body, no, 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 no. And then one day it's like, well, tell your body, yes, now. Right now, right now. (laughs) And then your doctor's like, well, you're actually a geriatric pregnancy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you've been pumping your body full of chemicals for your whole
2: life. life. And now at the ripe old age of 35, you're considered geriatric. (laughs) It's like, well, I mean and everybody's like oh i know somebody who started a family at 40 it's like well yeah but did you really delve in and
1: ask how long they tried how, how much, much, money much money they, money they spent. spent exactly yeah. we always hear about the hormone
0: injections there's so
1: many movies and there's so many series and whatever and also i know
0: some geriatric baby like babies that came from older women that are like devil children <laughs> you're like i think something <laughs> yeah. went wrong they don't there.
1: Have, they don't have enough energy to run after them and
0: and No um, i'm not saying the parents i'm saying like something's really like not not okay. Uh-huh. Sometimes, medically speaking, mm. but sometimes it's just personality. Yeah. Like, the, something's off. Yeah. Well, but
1: that's something, like, we have so many examples of unwanted pregnancies. We have shows about teen moms, yada, yada, yada. But, I've heard, you know, I've worked in... The are there corp- still those
0: shows? Yes, I think they so. They need to stop doing those shows yeah. because it also sort of glamorizes it.
1: Oh, the the, the moms now are like celebrities. In yeah. The- and I porn are, stars. stars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, we don't... Sick as a society. Because that's a more dramatic way of a story. Because, But I've worked in the corporate world for a very, very long time. And when I started... All of my coworkers have been like, you know, we've been trying for three years, four years, five years. You know, not a lot of people can afford IVF. Not a lot of people of can course. afford to exactly. to take off like three or four months of work to make their body relax. Yeah. Um, and the, the, the process itself can wreak havoc on your psyche. hundred percent.
2: Um, it's yeah, not hormones easy hormones
0: are no joke no. like just being on birth control going on and off of it the emotional stuff that goes with that I, like I understand why men are dropping out of those trials for the male birth control pill yeah. because it really like makes you crazy and you know it's happening and you still are crying hysterically and can't control yeah. it yeah. so imagine trying to hold down a job and get pregnant and deal with your spouse who mm-hmm. you're frustrated with because their sperm aren't moving fast enough yeah. and like pfft.
1: yeah and, yeah. I, I, and I, I I just like the message that You know, if you want a kid, in total honesty, I never thought the turkey baster method could ever work. (laughs) It
2: works. Well, let me tell you. How many times
0: did you have to do this?
2: (sighs) With the first kid, it was twice. Uh Um,
0: Twice? Yeah.
2: Well, and and his mother, I've never met a person who is more in tune with their body than his mother. Um, She knew when she was ovulating. She knew the moment she was pregnant. The first time she knew when something wasn't quite right. And and then she, she, ultimately she likened the experience to, you know, when you haven't worked a machine for a while and you gotta run it to get the gunk out? <laughs> <laughs> and then we were gonna wait, but then she woke up one morning and was like, I'm ovulating, call Norm. And, <laughs> and it stuck. Okay. And even in that process, though we tried three times over the course of six nights, after the second night she's like i think i think something's sticking i'm feeling something (laughs) and yeah through her whole pregnancy she was like that she was just so in tune with her body and she's um she's getting back in tune or deeper in tune with her body now she actually started this great uh dance group for fat women up in in northampton massachusetts Mm -hmm. uh and so i'm really proud of her for that and somehow what's it
0: called is that is that okay i
2: I can't remember but i think it has to do with the word you can send it to us later Uh, yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) but you can look it up it's some fat woman dance group and um lizzo came to one of her rehearsals like her second Ah. or third rehearsal
0: i was like get the fuck out of (laughs) here that's awesome she's
2: doing big things up in lesbian massachusetts
0: so is this something that's done frequently in the queer community in san francisco
2: I think it is. It has been done, and it's becoming more popular now. Or-
0: my coworker at my day job said that. <laughs> so that gay marriage has ruined the gay community because everyone's pushing around strollers <laughs> and, and wearing like the baby bjorns and there's no more like leather chaps and like, <laughs> <laughs> glory holes and all the good old days are gone oh well
2: i don't know where your friend is cruising but well first of all well, some people not. find that hot <laughs> that's some people do cup you of tea. do you
0: find it hot
2: uh, financial stability. In theory, I would find it hot, like the ability to afford a child. Right.
0: Um, do you want to raise your own child?
2: It would die. It, really <laughs> would, it would die. So it would either die or know how to change its own diaper in a day. Like
1: yeah. it's it, <laughs> not possible.
0: But you like that they're out there I, and that I you get do. to watch the process. Yeah,
2: and- it's the best way. And I, my only requirement has been if these people will make good parents.
0: Right. What if they want to do something you don't believe? What if that like Mormon person or, you know, some weird religious thing or. Yeah,
2: that which could happen with any other any- more quote unquote traditional family, like a father, or a mother can go crazy and find Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are all risks, but I I felt like I calculated the risks. And my question to myself was always, why not? If I can help somebody get something that they really want Mm -hmm. that's going to make their lives and their dreams come true with little to no commitment from me i just got to go jack off a few times
1: (laughs) why not (laughs) that's the most amazing way of looking at being able being able to provide a family a living person right and then you don't have to do anything else yeah. <laughs> that's, so cool. that's kinda
2: how it went. But again, like I'm getting rewards from this too that I never dreamed of. Yeah. Almost every day. I just think if I didn't know my story, I would think I was full of shit. You know, like half the stuff that comes out my mouth. I'm, I'm, like, I'm still dude. trying to
1: figure out the turkey baster thing, to be honest. Okay. Like, so things have changed have in the haul. last eight years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, because like I, I again, I always thought it was a joke.
0: Have you basted a turkey? Yeah. You but suck up the juice. And then you squirt it where you want it. Yeah, but I always <laughs> thought it was a joke. I yeah. just,
1: I always thought that you needed like the propulsion of undulation or the, the oh, propulsion might of have
0: been undulating. You oh, don't know. Bro-
1: yes, it does help to have
2: undulation mm-hmm. and like and actual orgasms, orgasms yeah. and sex. Yeah, but there are also like. There are ways that you can track somebody's fertility and when a person is more likely to conceive her cervix looks kind of like a spaghettio. You know, it swells up and it's really red. It looks like <laughs> looks like a spaghettio that's been in the sauce for a while, you know. The viscosity of the of like the mucus down there gets really sticky and stringy and the sperm climbs up that and it's like where is that egg? like so there there's a whole recipe <laughs> and a long list of ingredients that can come together to make the make this optimal
1: it's amazing i just like it's you provided uh hopefully a deserving partnership an amazing family now, which is, it seems it seems so cuz you know they're two now yeah, yeah.
0: and hopefully and more on the and more
1: yeah
2: and then you know you get caught up in in parenthood sometimes and you're like well fuck i can ruin another human being's day just by giving them a red cup you know it's like (laughs) this is and it's so hard to see the forest through the trees Mm. and the kids make every single day seem so fucking long but then you blink and somehow three years have gone by eight years Mm. have gone by and and it's just kind of a faint memory of how desperately you wanted this to work mm. a decade ago. And now you're too busy, worried about like, oh my God, ugh, why do you run everywhere but take us twice as long to get any place? You know? It's, <laughs> like, it's weird. Life is fucking weird, yo, mm. people are Definitely. weird.
0: I did look at um, donating my eggs years ago. Ouch. For money, but I didn't do it.
2: Yeah, Kay. my ex-wife did.
0: She did donate her mm. eggs?
2: Five grand. Huh. Can I tell you guys somebody else's story?
0: Sure, sure. If that's okay with them.
2: Uh, I'll try and be as vague as possible. (laughs)
0: Uh,
2: I do have a dear friend that donated eggs and thought, you know, it was the 90s. She was a single mom. She needed money. And just thought that was gonna be it. And then 23andMe happened. Whoa. And 23andMe will connect you to people that you are related to. So this dear friend of mine has now found at least three, children that she never knew she had and yeah. even better even better because we all went and social media stalked these people
0: oh my god i know i know
2: i used to teach at a i used to teach at a middle school uh-huh and one of those children was one of my students do you
0: remember that Whoa. yeah <gasps>
2: is that fucking freaky and
0: when you look back on it are, i mean do you remember personality stuff like i don't know it depends no. how good your memory is no
2: but Uh, I knew the child before I knew the parent. And now looking back, I see the physical
0: resemblance. Interesting. Mm.
1: I also, I think a couple of months ago, read an article about a dude that donated his sperm. And now he's up to 500 kids. We do shoot a lot of little yeah. soldiers out. But you see, know? I
0: wonder what that's going to mean for our society because that's a lot. That's really that, screwing that's up a, the gene yeah. pool. And that,
1: I've heard that. I've, exact, the reason why I looked that article up because they were discussing it on a podcast now that, you know, one host of a podcast went to a wedding and they mentioned that the two people getting married were cousins, but they didn't know until like they were well into the wedding planning. Uh, because of like an aunt, um, uh, having IV ha- IVF, IVF, uh, or some some weird story, and they realize like, oh, it's too late. You know, it's <sighs> too late.
0: I'm gonna go ahead and i marry gonna my marry cousin.
1: my cousin, second cousin, well,
2: whatever. You know, so. pe- this happens in the hollers of Appalachia, sure. or huh. on the atolls of Polynesia. <laughs> I know, but wouldn't
0: that kind of screw you up if you knew it?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it would. I actually worked on a reality show once because that's how real reality <laughs> shows are. They have paid background. Um, <laughs> called, oh, should I say it? I yes, should, you okay. should say it. It was called Swab Stories. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? It's it, a real show, guys. It's a real show.
2: And it matched people it goes up. Goes with Spunkle. Yeah, <laughs> I know. This, this, somebody sits in a room and thinks these names up. Yeah. Um, and
0: they were paid. Yeah. Yeah. And they made money for that. But uh, it, I bet Spunkle could be a reality show too if you wanted to.
2: Oh my God. You're, you're just welcome. Dr- yeah, yeah. You'll get credit. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll thank you. Um, oh, fuck. Why, where have you been all these <laughs> years? Anywho, uh, Swab Stories, the episode that I first worked on were these two guys who were about to sleep together. And it's like, oh, well, my dad's name is such and such. Oh, my dad's name is such and such. Well, my dad's from this town. My dad's from that town, too. My dad spent this much time in prison. I think we're brothers. Oh. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: they weren't, but they never ended up sleeping together anyway, no.
0: which
1: is just as well. Yeah, yeah but it, actually, the in in the United States, technically, incest is anybody within not only just blood relation, but also in the same domicile so if you're really yeah yeah if you have a stepbrother brother or stepsister oh that, yeah, uh, uh. that's also called incest if you adopted somebody that's why yes. what, that's what happened with um who's that director woody, woody allen. allen yeah the babysitter <sighs> no or the house housekeeper babysitter no, i think it was his wife's daughter wife's, there you go or so his, yeah. th- exactly yes, that is
0: yeah mm-hmm. i'm, I'm down disgusting.
2: with it as somebody who is a blended <laughs> in a blended family yeah that's pretty gross yeah. Not to be judgmental, but fuck it, I'm a judge.
0: (laughs) No, that is, that's gross. Thank you. I think everybody agrees that that's gross. Thank you. And he's a pedophile.
1: But the, um, speaking of Pornhub searches, that has been one of the more popular fucking genres is like, the genre is technically called phocist. F a u uh, x. It's been around for a minute, I think. Yeah, so now it's it's gone up the ranks. Before it was like it's always uh like anal or or three way or lesbian. That's mm. those have been the it's dominating. Higher, yeah. Were they
0: supposed to be like sisters?
1: Brother, sister, uh-huh. mom, son. Is Actually, there even in the Ugh. gay
2: in the gay porn world there is <laughs> there's a site called Family Dick. Yeah, and uh, it's a it's funny and amusing in that it's made to look like a vhs tape uh Uh, you know with that blue and the play up in the corner like a blue screen with the word play that's how all of their videos start and then it's always like some young twink and an older man who's his stepdad Stepdad. or his
1: uncle Game of Thrones, it's Game of Thrones. Yeah, you know I Game of Thrones, it, they normalized 100%. Shit. Uh, you know, normalized just Do we like We need random to normalize
0: sex? incest. We should not. Like, I feel like <laughs> the reason that you need that porn is cuz something fucked up happened and now well, cuz that's how a lot of people end up becoming abusers is they were abused. Mm-hmm. And you internalize that shit and it becomes part of your sexual story because you're a human being. So if someone touches you in a nice way, you get turned on, even if you know it's wrong or it's someone you don't want to touch you or whatever. Despite what our politicians will say, <laughs> your body can oftentimes have a reaction to that, and then that becomes a part of how you know sex. So then, in order to get off, you might need that. Yeah,
1: uh, there, it's a combination of a couple of things. That you know, psychologically, one we want things that are taboo. Also, you know, the the Oedipal complex is a big thing. The what? Oedipal. Oedipus. Yeah.
2: Oedipus you, Rex. You hate your father and the, love your mother. Yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah, because like you know, there's a lot of trends where. You kind of fall in love with somebody that is kind of like your mom or kind of like your dad or That's the opposite. Yeah. Uh,
0: well,
1: it, it, Freud studied it, but it's from, it's either Greek or Roman mythology. It's one of those. Okay. <laughs> so it is actually embedded in our system because we want to, we want.
0: We, well, and we reenact our family dynamics. Uh, and
2: isn't that just a joy of fuckery? Because <laughs> I, I've. Uh, so I am seeing somebody right now okay. and one of our big things is love languages because we speak different love languages we talk about love
0: languages all the time so what's uh, your love language
2: my love language is not in that fucking book my love language <laughs> is shut the fuck up <laughs> uh, um, other people would say it's that uh, what's the one where you show people like I'm not about t- telling I'm about showing and doing things acts people. of service there you go okay
0: <laughs> and your partner's is
2: needs verbal reassurance you say
0: it's so disgusting uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: can we do rewind you, a bit and fix that
0: <laughs> do you um, give and accept the, uh, with acts of service because for instance I I I, I give love to my partner with acts of service more predominantly, and I do need that in uh, reciprocated, but I would say it's probably not my predominant way to feel loved. Ah. So would you say for you it's Yeah, I think both? that's okay. both. Okay.
2: Uh, but it is not the way that the person I'm involved with uh, right. gives and receives love. And, and that can be challenging. And then even outside of that, like going back to talking about, like, are you
0: a vocal lover?
2: You mean? Uh, well, I'm loud when I fuck.
0: That's yeah. That's what yeah. I meant. Yeah. Yeah. So at least there's some feedback there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not joking. Uh, yeah. You're right. I have fucked silent people, and I'm like, uh, could you let me know if yeah. what I'm doing is okay? I'm very this quiet, is boring, and I'm I don't know quiet. if what I'm doing is working for you. You're I'm quiet. Got, yeah, I've got the same. I've got the same
1: uh, uh, response where it's like, uh, "Can you let me know if you're enjoying it?" Oh, so oh yeah, I'm oh. enjoying it. Good. <laughs> I'm. I'm Two also kind <laughs> of.
0: No, <laughs> oh, fuck that shit.
1: I am
2: kind of a selfish lover, though. I I can admit that. Like, one, I'm like, as long as I'm having a great time, that's great. But I will make sure my partner or partners are having a good time too, because people fucking talk, and I want good reviews.
1: Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah,
0: you'll never know. It's funny. Yeah. That's true.
2: But to go back to the whole love language thing, to take it outside of the like outside of the what, five or seven love languages that we are currently looking at. Mm -hmm. I'm just talking about actual languages and the way people communicate. And like you were saying, how we kind of repeat what we grew up with. It's like, well yeah, I grew up with parents who can't talk to each other for more than five or ten seconds without bursting into an argument. And that's the only language I understand about mm. around marriage and commitment. So I was like, well, I barely made it through that. I don't want to do this again in my own life. Okay. And so I'm like, well, it's really hard because maybe I would rather be single. Like, I already got a couple kids with two other people <laughs> raising them. <laughs> right. I'm, like, maybe if I need companionship, I can get a dog. But then... Then sometimes you want somebody to pick you up and drop you off from the airport yeah. or <laughs> right you know and then you meet somebody and you think I'll give this a go but then you speak different love languages and you're like oh well fuck
1: that's just <laughs> that's just dating and that's just life
0: so do you feel like you're not getting what you need as much or your partner feels more like they're not getting what they need
2: if you were to speak to my partner they would definitely say that they are not getting what they need right now and that there's some guilt that goes along with that um and i'm trying to learn and, but i think we're both doing a pretty decent job of trying right now
0: sure we're yeah. all trying
2: i should hope right
0: absolutely I'm trying to think what that looks like just saying saying the compliments you think yeah do you think compliments even though you don't say them
2: yeah i do because well when i because then it sounds cheesy and maybe i've been in too much or seen too much porn and you only talk like that when you're on set Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um and it feels insincere
0: oh that's interesting and
2: when somebody gives me a prescription and says you need to dole out these compliments i'm like then it, it feels like i'm not and just, but you dole them service. when it is sincere. When it's true, yeah. yeah. So like, if
0: you, it's, if the person looks hot, then you'd be like, "You look hot today," or whatever, you know. But you don't just say it just to say it. I have started being even more like via text message. So every time I think it, like, "Oh, you know, I I love him," then I send it yeah. just to do more of it.
2: That's that's good advice, and I should probably <laughs> do <that. laughs>
0: you but know, don't don't say it when you don't mean or repackage it. Exactly. it just instead of
1: compliment, just say you're telling the truth. The, the Find nice something truths.
0: nice to say. Yeah, yeah, the nice Whatever true things. The nice, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I had an ex who never said anything nice. Only time he said any, he didn't. He wasn't a verbal person, and it didn't bother me for a long time. But we had been best friends for a, for like ten years before we started fucking. Wow, and he. Um, we would razz each other. You know, that's kind of how I am with my (laughs) friends. And that was fine. But then when we started dating, it maybe wasn't quite as fine. And he never like said I looked pretty or anything, which was not important. And then the first time he ever did was the day he was lying to me to go (gasps) like use. You know what I mean? And now that sticks in my head was like, that was the one time he said that to me. So I don't know.
2: Well, there you go. So, I mean, everybody needs to be a little multilingual yeah yeah and so you need to be able to hear your partner's yeah. form of i love you too
0: you can tell him the list of things you need him to do pick I, up the dry cleaning or uh, whatever i've done that
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is actually in my uh what what's the list of things the the dick dick disqualifiers the dick disqualifiers yeah one of mine is um somebody who's a monolinguist mm. I need somebody who speaks more than one language.
0: Actual languages.
2: Or just like
1: actionable language.
0: Yeah. Somebody who can like
2: order a burrito... And get laid in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's that's me. That's as much Spanish as I can. <laughs> like, you know.
0: How many languages do you speak?
2: Um, if you're being generous, I can speak about seven languages.
1: Whoa! Wow! Yeah, I was expecting three.
0: <laughs> what languages?
2: Uh, English, and I'm really good in English. Okay. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I can speak. Uh, all of these other ones take some practice, and they I kind of sure. use them. But I can speak Tagalog. Yep. And Bisaya which are two Philippines. Yeah, in the Philippines,
1: uh, there's a, the main language, Mm -hmm. Filipino or Tagalog, and then most people have their provincial language. Yeah. So if you come from the Visayas Islands, you speak Visaya. Visaya. Uh,
2: I can also speak Tahitian and Maori and pretty, oh, French. I'm pretty good with French and uh, a little bit more than elementary Hawaiian.
0: Okay. Oh, but you grew up there, yeah. Well, that's interesting. And
2: and to be honest, like all of that's kind of cheating because three of those languages are very oh. similar. Two are really oh. similar. No, so
0: I I just have the one, so I think <laughs> it's impressive. Can yeah. you
2: order a burrito or get laid in Spanish? I think
0: I can get laid anywhere. Yeah. 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 I, <laughs> with my eyeballs. I that's believe you. Of, that's my night job.
2: Hashtag facts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I fucking hope so, actually. Now I'm wondering. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't tried. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you for having me. It's thank such you for a educating time. us. That was an amazing Spunkle. story. It's, it's going to be
0: called Spunkle. it's
1: going to be em- Enormous Turkey Basting Spunkle <laughs> is the title <laughs> of this episode. And where can
0: people follow you if they want to find out more Come to your shows? They
2: can follow me on the Instagram at just at Enormous, E-N-O-R-M. V like vagina, S like super. (laughs) Enormous.
0: Perfect. Thank you for listening.
2: Cheers.